it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, the Next Level Network. Today, we got some stuff going on i'm gonna complain about some things i'm not gonna really get mad that's for brian amato only uh <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get mad i'm just uh you know just things that bother me one of them chanting for other teams at sporting events which i hope is exclusively a philadelphia thing but if it's not uh please let me know so i can shame other fan bases as well uh i want to talk about fast food breakfast times and how they're very limiting and it's very upsetting they have all the stuff We'll get to that. We'll talk about the Phillies briefly. We'll talk about the Seattle Kraken briefly. That's just a news bit that I'm excited about for Josh, really. And that's why I want to mention it on the show. We'll have a song from our friends, A Story Told. Their new album is out now, so we'll play a song from that. And, oh, we got a question. We got a question from someone about something I talked about. I don't know when, but they wanted me to follow up, so I will do that. Uh, but how are you? Are you well? You doing all right? I am um, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. That's it. We all are in this house. You know, kid is, uh, what, eight, nine weeks now? And um, it's a lot. Who knew? Who knew? Newborns are a lot. You know, I, I mean, I, I knew. Ah, all right. All right. I can hear all you dads out there and all you moms or whatever. Oh, well, her, 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 trying to give me advice. Ah, it's fine. Don't, don't. You don't need to do that. It's all right. Thank you. I know you're coming from a good place. It's all right. Uh, yeah, we're all just exhausted. He's trying to sleep a little bit. He's kind of sleeping, tried to say kind of and trying, and the same thing there didn't work out. He sleeps for big stretches sometimes. Uh, last night was not one of those times. So <laughs> so once again, oy. but I figured I'll do this today. Um, it's Wednesday for me. Instead of taking the chance of him not sleeping again some other night and having to be more tired when I do the show. All right, but everything else is good. You know, fence is good, still up and standing. Cameras are good. Uh, you know, yeah, like I said last week, if you have problems with your neighbors, build some fencing. Maybe not you yourself. Have someone, have a pro do it. And uh, get some cameras, just in case. So I did that, because, you know, neighbors. And that's all I'll say about it on the show. Um, yes, where were we? What were we doing? Oh, before we get into everything, I know we're a few minutes in already. But um, before we really dive in, let's send a congratulations to our good friend, Postmortem Paul. His podcast, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, 100 episodes this week. He did the movie Pieces, I believe. 
Uh, Paul, I could not dive into so many movies for the show. I used to do some kind of movie things, but diving into all those movies every time you do a show, or one movie, every time you do a show, first you got to watch all the movies, and then you got to get all your notes ready and then spend an hour recording and then several editing, or maybe you don't edit, I don't know, but man, congratulations. If I wore a hat, it would be off to you, my friend. Uh, 100 episodes, and here's to 700 more. Let's go, Paul. Do the thing. I was going to say, if you do Blair Witch, uh, I'd like to jump in, but you already did it, so uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll find a we'll find a way to cross over. I feel like we should uh, we should have a crossover at some point. Once I get some time to have guests, I have no idea when that will be, but uh, yeah, we should, should we, right? I'm not a big horror guy, but we could probably find a find a common ground, right? Has he done any child's play? I don't know. Anyway, uh, Pat, stop talking to only Paul Williams. Uh, you say congratulations. You played the fanfare. We understand. Yes, what lurks behind? What Jesus? What lurks behind podcasts? You're a 100 episodes. So go dive into that uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, good for you, Paul. Way to go! Uh, all right. So we wanted to do that. Uh, big fan of Paul. Great guy. Tigers fan. They're playing well this week. They were at least uh, this past week. Um, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. Playoffs, but uh, Paul, if it makes you feel better, I don't know that the Phillies will either. So, <laughs> so there you go with that. Uh, okay, so we had a question from someone, and Jerome, did this come from? There's no name on it, so it either came from the website or a text. So I don't know. So either at themeltingpat.com or two zero nine eight six seven seven six three eight. I don't save your phone number. I don't even look at it. I just look at the question, copy it to the note, and then. Jerome and I go from there. So last week, I think I mentioned about almost getting fired, or I thought I was going to get fired from the live show. And if that had happened in 2011, uh, this brand would probably not exist. And it would have been like a failed podcast, which I did try. And so someone asked, what was on the first, ver like, how was the first version of this show? And would you do an episode in that style again? Well, um, thank you for the question. I appreciate it. And uh, it was... Not that different from what you hear, from what you've heard on this program. It was a couple of retail stories that I had written down, um, some wrestling stuff, some baseball stuff. I may have done some little personal anecdotes that are actually on my Patreon, or I don't know. They may, I know I typed them out because the plan for the Patreon was to like release chapters of a book that I was planning to write, but I, instead of like doing a real book, and having an editor and taking all that time. I just wrote it myself and put it up on Patreon one at a time. So if you want to go do that, you can. And the link will be in the show notes. Uh, it's on the website, maybe, I think. I thought I put it there. Anyway, so I told some of those stories, some personal anecdotes from things that I had been through and dealt with. And then that was kind of it. The first, I remember the first episode was like 40 minutes long. And when I was done with it, I said, nobody's going to listen to this. I didn't use any production. I didn't have any music or anything like that. I didn't know, um, well, I didn't know what I was allowed, what I'd be allowed to use to put up for a podcast. Like I had no idea about licensed music and what I could or could not use or how much or whatever. So I just kind of dove in like I did for Thanksgiving uh, a couple of years ago. I just kind of dove right in, no production, just like, Hey, doing a thing. Here I am. Uh, it may not have had a name. Um, I can't remember now, but yeah, it was basically uh, just a bunch of stories and random news and notes that I was talking to myself about in my bedroom using the blue snowball, and uh, it didn't sound good in the slightest, 
And then oh, that hard drive crashed, so I don't even have any of those old episodes. I did three of them, I think. And then I did that in 2010. And then uh, I jumped on to help produce or engineer another live show for a buddy. And then Party 93.4 came along. So um, I scrapped the podcast idea until 2015 when I started here. So yeah, I um, it was, I don't know, just testing the thing, just seeing if I could do it and seeing if I could do a solo show. That, I think, was the first time I really, other than the lunchbox on WDSR, that was the first time I really decided to try a solo thing. And it wasn't great, which is uh, which makes the fact that I did 200 episodes of a live show by myself uh, that much more remarkable, in my opinion, because like it was so awkward and just clunky and gross, and it, uh, I'm glad that it's gone from the world that no one can remember any of it but me, and maybe my mom if she was at home. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, would I do things in that style again? I, I have. I've done a couple of no production, just kind of uh, shoot from the hip, as it were. I've done that a couple of times, and I have enjoyed it. Um, it's a little bit less work. It doesn't really matter, though, because the, adding the intro and the outro music for this show is a simple copy and paste. So it's not, it's not any more work, just like the coins. Not any more work than... Uh, then I'd really be doing. It takes seconds to do that. So, um, but yeah, if you'd like me to just jump in and just start rambling about whatever, let me know. Give me some topics. Let me know, and uh, and I will for sure do that. Um, I I won't use the snowball. I'll use the higher quality stuff, and I'll try not to sound so nervous like I did back then. But hey, if you want me to do it, uh, I'll turn off the fan and the air conditioner thing here, and I'll like shut the door and sweat my ass off, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and try to sound all hot and bothered down here, not in the good way, uh, all hot and bothered down here while I do the show. If you would like me to do that, let me know, and we can work it out. If I can get some topics, get some stuff going on, uh, and we will turn back the clock, as it were, and, uh, and produce a more awkward version of this with no fun music or clips. How's that sound? Good? No? All right, we shall see. Um, and I did check, by the way, I think I put them on YouTube, but it was an old account and they're gone now. So I really don't have them. Sorry. Uh, I know people, sometimes people want to hear older stuff. Like sometimes people want to hear like the first few live shows I did or the first few podcasts. And I, uh, I do have them, but I'm not going to put them out because they're bad. So, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but yeah, thank you for the question. Um, and again, 209-867-7638. You can send your texts or uh, leave your voicemails or at themeltypath.com, the contact tab, I guess it is on the page there. If you want to get in touch with me, that's, uh, those are the best ways. I mean, you could do a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to do, but those are the things. Um, if you want to be anonymous about it, I guess you can do it that way. So there you go. Thank you very much. Appreciate the questions the last couple of weeks. Um, I will take more. You can ask me all kinds of stuff and I will dive into whatever I can. All right. Uh, I won't, I don't know that I'll do everything. I'll save some for the Patreon. Ooh, that's a good idea. I should do it. I have some, actually, you know what? Didn't we start doing that? I think I have some Patreon Q&As uh, or some questions that I'm going to answer on the Patreon. So how about that? We're going to cut that part out because that, no. Okay. I'm going to get myself in going to get myself in trouble there. Uh, all right. So where are we today? Oh, we're going to complain about a couple of things. We're going to do some sports and then we're going to play the song and go home. Uh, well, I'm already home. You get the idea. So I want to talk about, actually, that transition sounds a lot like an old show thing. Like, all right, today. We're going to talk like trying to do like a Barack Obama type delivery. Folks, we have it. The information. 
We know? No, no, no. He's outside. There's an echo. Um, anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. Fast food breakfast time. So this has bothered me my entire life, I think. Who decided that lunch starts at 1030? And it used to be 11, 20, 30 years ago, 20 years ago. 30 years ago, I was three, so I would have no real memory of it. Uh, but 20 years ago, breakfast at the fast food places or wherever started at 11 or stopped at 11. So they stopped serving breakfast at 11 because then it was lunchtime. And uh, I guess if you work early, like if you start working at uh, 7 a.m., then your lunch, say you work 7 to 3, your lunch is probably 11 o'clock, right? 11 o'clock, 11.30. So that makes sense. You want to start your lunch. People start earlier than I do. I understand that. But I don't, uh, I don't like that I can't get breakfast anytime. And specifically, I know I talk about Taco Bell a lot, but we had lunch at Taco Bell the other day. Maybe two weeks ago, we took the kid, I don't know, on a bus ride and did stuff. And so we went to lunch. We found out that the dining room's open at Taco Bell now. And we had lunch. And every time I have lunch at Taco Bell for whenever I get to do it, I'm always thinking about, man, the breakfast is so much better. And what would I enjoy right now instead of this regular crunch wrap? A bacon, egg, and cheese crunch wrap with hash browns in it. That's what I want. And I don't know who decided arbitrarily that lunch started at 11. And now uh, a lot of places stop serving breakfast at 1030, which is uh, a travesty to me because breakfast at a lot of these places is better than lunch. And why can't I get breakfast all day? You have all the stuff. What are you going to run out? You're not going to not order more breakfast stuff because you know you're going to sell it. And if you sold it throughout the day, you'd sell more of it and make more money, right? Doesn't that make sense? Am I thinking about this too simply? That would happen. I don't know the ins and outs of supply and purchasing and all that stuff for a food company, but I would think that if you serve breakfast for a little longer during the day, you'd still make your money and you'd still be okay, I think. And uh, maybe there's a space issue about the cooking and all that stuff, and maybe that's part of the thing that I don't think about. Also, uh, why did it take so long for someone to offer a breakfast burger? I think Wendy's is the one, right? Because I don't think McDonald's or BK has a, a breakfast Whopper or a quarter pounder, throw an egg in there, or a breakfast Big Mac. They should do that. That would be awesome. I would buy that. Well, the Big Mac's too much bread, but I would buy a breakfast quarter pounder for sure. I would. I would. Why not? Slap a fried egg on there, get some cheddar cheese in there, and uh, and call it a day. And I don't know, charge people a lot of money for it. But uh, just uh, I'm just saying, you can open up the menu a little bit if you expand the times you serve breakfast. And also, really, I just want to be able to have an AM crunch wrap anytime I want, any time of the day that Taco Bell's open. Can we make that happen? No? All right. Well, I don't know who decided that breakfast uh, ends at 10.30 or 10 at some place or wherever, whenever, but serve it all day, you cowards. How about that? No? All right. Um... Jeez, where do I go from there? I have no idea. I don't have any, like, newsy stuff, so I'm just going to complain about two things in a row. And then, yeah, like I said, sports and a song, number done. So the uh, this complaint, I'm not—maybe this is a pat peeve. The, the fast food breakfast thing, that's just a gripe I have. I don't know if that's an official pat peeve, but this is chanting for other teams at sporting events. And if you don't know what I mean by this, head down to a Phillies game. Wait for them to not be doing well, so it shouldn't take long these days. And wait, and you'll hear the crowd eventually chant E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. They will do that. They'll do it at Flyers games. They'll do it at Phillies games. Did they do it at the Sixers games? In the playoffs? Playoffs? I did it again. Sorry, Paul. Um, 
I don't know if they did it in the playoffs, but I'm pretty sure they do it at Sixers games. They just chant for the Eagles just randomly. I don't know if the team is doing poorly at the time or uh, they don't care that they're watching a different sport. They just want to chant for the Eagles for some reason. And it bothers me because it's dumb. You're there. You paid a ticket to see a different team. And it's not like the Eagles are on right now. So there's no, like, nothing's happening. They're not winning a game while you're at another game. And even then, go to the Eagles game or go somewhere and watch the Eagles game. Like, don't try to hijack a different sport altogether by chanting for the football team, which, hey, guess what? May or may not be doing very well anyway. And I, I just don't know. I don't know when it started. I don't know whose idea it was. I don't know why it keeps happening. But it sounds stupid when I'm watching a baseball game and I hear an Eagles champ break out, and it just doesn't make sense. Just, I don't know, it's f- dumb. It's dumb. Stop it. Stop doing this. And if this happens in other cities, like if you go to uh, like a Pirates game and somebody starts saying, let's go Steelers, like why would you do that? Why? I understand the Pirates are not great, but you're there to watch a different sport, and I don't know. I just don't know what the thought process is from, hey, I'm watching a Phillies game or a Pirates game or a whoever game, and I'm going to chant for this other local team in this completely different sport because reasons. I don't know. I never understood it. If somebody can explain it to me, that would be great. Preferably an Eagles fan who maybe has done this or has, uh, has figured out why this happens. Somebody let me know why fans chant for other teams at different games. Did, that, did I phrase that correctly? Like, why do you chant for the football team at a baseball game or a hockey game or a, a basketball game? Why do you don't do that? Why do you do that? That's It's up there with the Seven Nation Army chant that somehow made its way to America from Europe, from soccer, uh, football games, and uh, throwing the ball back when the opposing team hits a home run. All right? Also, don't run onto the field because then you get tackled and you get your ass beat. And then, uh, yeah, there you go. And then I think go to jail, right? You get arrested, don't you, for uh, jumping on the field? I always thought that was the case. But um, anyway... Yeah, sports are dumb. Sports fans are dumb. We are the dumbest group of people. Sports fans and wrestling fans are so dumb. And I'm both. So what does that make me? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. Speaking of sports, real quick, the Phillies are not great. It's just not very good. And like a bunch of them are not vaccinated, and that's causing problems because they're getting COVID spreads, and then guys are missing games, and so the Phillies are losing games because they don't have their guys and they'll go, it's a personal choice, man. And you know what? No, we're not doing it. We kind of did it last week. I'm not going to go down that road again. Uh, here's what I'll say. The division is not good. The National League East is not very good. The Mets are struggling. They have some injuries. The Nationals, they're playing well now, but they're not great, but they're going to be aggressive. The Marlins, I don't know what they're doing. And uh, the Braves are dealing with injuries as well. So here's my thing. If the Phillies want to make a move, Because they're going to have to win the division, right? Because the NL West has the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Giants. They're all playing well. One of them is going to win the West, and I think the other two are going to win the wild card. So for another team in in a different division to win or to make the playoffs, they have to win the division. So Philly's got to make a move. Forget about the luxury tax. Blow past it. Middleton, you have money. Blow past it if you got to do it to make a trade and make the big move or make several smaller moves that will add up to a big move. You got to do it. Otherwise, this year's a waste. Dombrowski, Middleton, all those, whoever is going to make the decision and pull the trigger, you got to do it. The division's not good, 
it's time to take advantage and uh, yeah, get some bullpen help, get a center fielder, get another starter maybe. I don't know. But whatever they have to do by this time next week. Wait, when's the deadline? It's the 30th, right? Yeah, it's it's Friday. This Well, this Friday coming up. So whatever they got to do, however much money they got to spend, they got to do it now because this is the division is there. It can be taken. If they make the move, if they decide to not worry about the luxury tax, deal with it later, make the move, make the playoffs, try to make the playoffs, and build on this now while you still have a good core of players. All right, there you go. That's my spiel on what the Phillies should do for the trade deadline. Everybody else, I don't know. But there you go. Also, it's a bummer that Shohei Otani and Mike Trout are being wasted on the Angels with no pitching. But that's a story that's been told 100 times. All right, so there you go. There's your baseball, and this exciting tidbit is just for Josh. As I sit here, it has not happened yet. But by the time the show comes up, the Seattle Kraken will have drafted their squad, and they'll be ready to play in 2021 two whenever the season starts. But I realized when I was doing this, and I decided to record today and put this in, uh, I wouldn't know a lot of the players anyway who got drafted uh, via expansion to the Kraken. So there you go. That's for Josh. Get excited. Seattle Kraken getting ready to do things and have a lot of fun there. All right. So that is all I have to tell you for today. I'm sorry if my headphones are making a weird noise. I'm kind of shifting around a lot because my back hurts, but my bad. All right. So again, yeah, that's all I got to tell you for today. But we are going to end. Uh, well, I'll come back and do the stuff. You know the drill. Uh, we are gonna, <laughs> we're going to play a song from our friends, A Story Told, their new album, American Made. American, American Made. There we go. It is out now. And we're going to play a song called Better Than Heaven. You can find them at A Story Told. What is it? A Story Told Band.com. And uh, A Story Told Band, I think, is most of their social media. Josh was on my show. Last year, it was really fun. Even though he thinks a hot dog's a sandwich, that's okay. We had a great time. So, so this, again, the album American Made, it is out now as story told. This is called Better Than Heaven here inside the Melting Pack on the Next Level Network.
There you have it, our friends. A story told with their late, well, from their latest album, American Made the Song. I did it again, American. Uh, the song Better Than Heaven here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. That's better. We'll use that one or we'll use both. I don't know. Either way, thank you, A Story Told. Good friends of the show, big fan. A Story Told band on social media, A Story Told. .bandcamp.com. There you go. That, I knew that one for sure. All right. We're go- I need to be better at this, at telling you where to find all this stuff on the show instead of just saying it's in the show notes because you want to hear it, right? Maybe. I don't know. Let me know. All right. Let me know all the stuff. There you go. Jesus. We're having fun today, friends. We're having a good time. It's been a weird week, but I'm trying to. Wow. Well, we're trying. We're doing our best. Damn it. All right. That's all. <laughs> Jesus. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our stuff. All the shows are there. Also on Facebook at The Next Level Network. Wilhelm Files, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, Panels the Pixels, all the things. They are up there. Uh, short-lived show show is on hiatus again, of course. Um, we still didn't finish Mission Hill, but these days we have an excuse because, you know, the kiddo. But uh, we'll figure it out. All right? We will try to... I don't know when it's going to happen, uh, but thanks for sticking around. My tweets on the from that account still get interactions months later. So I don't know what's going on, but thank you. I do appreciate it. It's great. Um, but yeah, we're going to get back on the horse at some point, I hope. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Stay tuned. I'll let you know. All right? Uh, <laughs> I'm everywhere at the Beltic Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com. You can also, again, send a text, leave a voicemail, 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and of course, corrections. You can also drop me a line, TMP fan mail gmail.com, or do it all at themeltingpat.com. All right? There you go. We're good to go. All that stuff's on the website. Um, Thank you to A Story Told for the two, and again, get their album, American Made, wherever you get your stuff. All right? We're good, right? Oh, my goodness. I forgot to talk about the Bucks. Uh, Okay, so as I sit here last night, again, still Wednesday. I'm just going to have to shoehorn this in somewhere. Uh, The Milwaukee Bucks, congratulations for the first time In 50 years, they are NBA champions. You know, admittedly, I don't follow basketball as closely as I'd like, as I probably should. Uh, For as much as I enjoy actually playing basketball, I don't follow the NBA as much as I would like to. And every year, I say I'm going to change that. I will say this year I watched more basketball, more NBA in my life than ever. 
And um, the finals were fun. <laughs> they were fun. Like, it was fun. Even with, I was listening to, whose podcast was it? Scott Van Pelt, maybe? And they were talking, or maybe it was, it was either him or Simmons. And they were talking about without a uh, somebody to root against, right? Because if the Hawks had made the finals, you would have had, you root against Trey Young, right? And if the if the Clippers made the finals, you root against whoever, Paul George, I guess. Is he a heel? Technically, I don't know. But like the Suns and the Bucks, they're all baby faces, right? They're all good guys. You want to root for them. There's nobody who's like, oh, I don't want to see that guy win, right? But it, and it was a really fun series. It was a good time, I thought. And uh, and again, I don't know all the ins and outs of NBA things and whatnot, but uh, I I know basketball, buddy. Okay, uh, <laughs> so congratulations to the Bucks, to the Suns. You'll get there. The Suns are good. I liked what I saw from them from all the games of theirs that I was able to watch. Uh, they are good and um, happy for my good friend Danny Schmitz. You know what? Can we get him on? Uh, can I get a voice memo from him? Can we? All right, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to text him right now. And if he's able to uh, to send me a voice memo, just to try to uh, to put into words what this means for a lifelong Bucks fan, I'm going to put that here. Hey, what's up, Melting Pat listeners? This is your extremely consistent NBA reporter, Danny Schmitz here, all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And uh, I just want to say, hot damn, does it feel good to be a champion? The Milwaukee Bucks won the championship for the first time in 50 years with a 50 point. I'm going to say it, all-time greatest finals performance in the history of the league by Giannis Adetokounmpo, the Greek freak, the greatest player in the world. And, uh, yeah, I've been partying. The whole city's been partying. Uh, the championship parade yesterday was insane. Game six, I was downtown in the Deer District. With, they're estimating, reports said 65,000 people, but Milwaukee police estimated 100,000 people were down there. It was an insane time. It's a beautiful time to be a Milwaukeean and a and a Bucks fan, and I hope every other small to mid-sized market gets to experience this. Philadelphia, you guys need to trust the process a little longer, and us Bucks will trust the results. Thank you, Pat, for having me on, and uh, look forward to next season. Yes! And if he doesn't, that's fine, too. But, uh, you know, all the talk about Giannis, he, he's great, yeah, but he can't win the big one. Well, he scored 50 points in the deciding game for the finals, and from the free throw line was what, like 17 and 19? So, I mean, he literally, that, I would say that decided the game. But the thing that I liked about this run for them is that it wasn't all Giannis. It was whoever, it was like, you know, next man up. Because he got hurt in the series against the whoever it was. Was it this one or the other one? I don't remember. But uh, he was out for a while, and the team won without him. It was against the Hawks. And uh, they won without him, and everybody stepped up. Middleton, uh, the guy who—what's the guy's name? Portis? Is that his name? The guy—I saw a meme, and it was uh, when an actor is playing an NBA player. That's what it looks like. And <laughs> so, like, everyone kind of stepped up. And I just saw a video right before I remembered I didn't talk about this on the show of Giannis talking to Rachel Nichols of ESPN, and he's carrying the NBA Finals Trophy, whatever it's called, in one arm, and the Finals MVP Trophy in the other arm. And he walks over to Rachel Nichols and says, hey, I want you to hold the trophy. Has anyone ever given you the trophy before? Because Rachel Nichols has been around for a while. She does. She hosts a show called The Jump, which is all about the NBA. So she's like, she's in it, right? She's always on the on the court, on the sidelines, doing all the stuff. So. He goes up to her and he's like, hey, have you ever 
held the trophy before. Has anyone ever given you the trophy? And she's like, no, no, I didn't win it. I don't want to do that. And he's like, no, here. And he let her hold the trophy. <laughs> and she's just like, wait, I, like, I didn't win this. You did all the things. Like, I don't, I don't want to hold this. And Giannis is like, yeah, I know, but I want you to be a part of this. And I just thought, he's so cool. I'm a big fan. And um, it was really fun to see. And his speech, he was, uh, you know, he's just so grateful and so humble. And he said something about, what did he say the other day? Something about a super team. Like, we did it the hard way. Uh, we didn't do it with the super team. And I was just listening to uh, the Baseball Tonight podcast, and they talked about it at the top of the show. We don't want to be a super team. But does Milwaukee now, because you can see how selfless and how, uh, how willing Giannis is to kind of take a step back and let the other guys step up and win the games for the team, he doesn't take over the game unless he has to, I guess. Um, do you see Milwaukee as a destination now for the NBA? Like, is somebody... Um, whoever the big free agent is, is like, hey, you know what? I want to go play in Milwaukee. I want to go play for the Bucks. And I'm not saying that just because they won the title, but that certainly helps because they just won. And you have a star player who is not going to be selfish and, you know, make the team all about him. So yeah, like I said, Suns, you'll get there. You will get back there. Uh, from what I saw this year from them, that's a good team. I think they're going to be a force in the West for quite some time. So uh, with apologies to Chris Crimmins from Headspace, Today is about the Bucks, and congratulations again. Happy for my friend Danny Schmitz. Uh, if we can hear from him, that'd be great. If not, that's fine too. Maybe he'll get back to me uh, later on, and we'll have him on at some point. But um, yes, the Milwaukee Bucks, your 2021 NBA champions, finally. Good for them. Good for all that. And the Brewers, by the way, are doing pretty well too. So right now, I would say is a good time to be a fan of Milwaukee. And uh, and there you go. So fear the deer, go Bucks. And let's try to shoehorn our way back into the next part or the end of the show. We are good to go. Thank you very much. Next week, I have no idea what's happening. I'm going to do my best to, I don't know, keep it fun. Maybe I'll have to go out and do something to have a story for you. But again, I will always take suggestions. How about that? I'll put it on you. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe I'll do the TV one next week. Uh, we shall see. But for now, again, thank you for listening. That is all. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. This has been an 8 Boiler production. So until next time, have fun, be safe, thank a veteran, and of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated. You know all that stuff. And I'll talk to you next time. You've been inside the Mouthy Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a fight from the top to a VK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but girls got the bait on the front porch. I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash up from the S. Martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, so it's cold, 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 cold.
it in the fridge, stick 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 it in the fridge, go go work the cold one, go go work the cold one, what? Go go work the cold one, go go work the cold one, yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear, the bait's over there, the brew's right here, two six packs in a big bag of ice, to any but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball So every jack of reason I collide Need a whole lot of them food drinks They got me a bottle I must tell you I'm the Kool-Aid kid Before you serve my drink Please stick it in the fridge Cause I like cool beverage yeah. I like cool beverage yeah. I like cool beverage yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty I like cool beverage yeah. I like cool beverage yeah. 